What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Drinks with Drea. I'm your host, Miss Drea. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, it's not evening and it's not morning. It's actually afternoon, but I'm not going to call this afternoon with Drea because that's not necessary. Just know that my drink of choice is going to be Starbucks coffee and water. So go ahead and pour you a hot glass of coffee and grab you a cold cup of water and let's chit chat about what's going on today because honey if you are on Facebook or Instagram you know there are two things that everybody cannot stop talking about including myself first being Cardi B I talked a little bit about her on my last episode but it's more to uh, discuss with her video that she recently released Um, also we have Jussie Smollett who, um, who all charges were dropped so Let's get into it. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Jussie Smollett. And the reason that I'm actually excited, like I'm truly deeply excited that all charges were dropped. And it's not necessarily because I think he was innocent. I definitely believe that all of this was a ploy for attention. I don't know if it was for his salary um, to be increased or just for him to get more screen time. I mean, I don't know the motivation behind it. So I think there'll always be something in the back of my mind that will wonder what was the reason for all of this. But from the very beginning, when this case came to light, it became very evident that he was being treated unfairly by Chicago PD. And I've said this before and I'll say it again from the very beginning. I'm talking about the very beginning of all of this. When it first was reported, we as the general public just knew entirely too much. We knew that he didn't want to give up his phone. We knew that he was on the phone at the time of the attack. We like we knew too much. And it's like anytime that there is an investigation, I even like with the Mueller report, for almost two years, we had no idea, which turned out to be nothing, by the way, but we had no idea what this report would contain, would, would consist of. We waited patiently, and then it came out, and it turned out to be a flop. But nonetheless, we had no idea. You had the media speculating what it was about. You saw charges uh, being... Um, made against certain people as a result of the investigation, but you really didn't have too much information until they decided to release the report. But when it came to Jesse Smollett, I'm like, well, dang, how do I know so much about this case already? Not only that, the superintendent, Eddie Johnson, came out and just blatantly played judge and juror on on national TV and accused this man of lying. Since when is it the police's responsibility to put people in jail as far as making them guilty that's not his job you should be uh, saying the way the story is leading up it would appear that allegedly this may not have happened in the way that Jesse said it he was very angry at Jesse Smollett you could tell that it was a very um targeted attack on him and it was just done poorly not only that the people at the hospital with their unprofessional tales was all in his medical history just just everything about this was just done completely wrong and chicago ought to be ashamed of themselves now because of all of that this is what i believe is what happened 
I think Jesse Smollett had a, 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 a case against the city of Chicago from his medical records being violated to him uh, being publicly humiliated and dragged by the superintendent to all of the information from the investigation being leaked. I feel like he had a very strong case against the city of Chicago. Now, if you live in Chicago, you already know. You already know how much, how many millions of dollars have been poured out to people because of the wrongdoing of public officials for the city of Chicago. Millions, it probably is in the billions by now, millions of dollars to ex-cons who were wrongly convicted, to people whose family members were harassed by police. I mean, just countless situations. The city of Chicago is consistently dishing out money because of their wrongdoing. And I feel like the way that they handled Jesse Smollett's case was more than enough for him to to have a lawsuit against them and win millions of dollars. So I think that this move by the prosecutor was to avoid that. I guess they said, you know what? We believe that he may have done this, but the way that this case was handled, it would probably be in our best interest to just let it go. That may be why Kim Fox, um, I forgot the word they used for that, but that might be why she decided not to, um, not to participate in you know, prosecuting against him because she felt that it was too close to her or whatever her reason was. I guess it was something about, uh, she decided to recuse herself. That's the word. She decided to recuse herself in this case, I guess, because she was too close to it. Maybe because she's a fan of the show. Maybe she knows Jesse Smollett personally, who knows the reason, but early on, she decided to recuse herself from this case. And the prosecutor who came and, um, Went against Jesse, they returned an indictment on 16 charges, meaning that he was facing up to 48 years in prison. That's when I completely changed my tune. Did I feel that he lied? Yes. Do I feel that he should be held accountable? Yes. Now, I don't think 48 years in prison is justifiable with this crime. Maybe paying restitution to the tune of a million dollars, um, maybe making a public apology, maybe three years of probation, maybe 10,000 hours of community service. Like, I think that there was a lot that, and even and being that he's a public figure, helping to, you know, work in the White House of some sort to help bridge the division in our country. Like, there's a lot of things that you could have done to teach him a valuable lesson, hold him accountable for what he's done without putting him in prison for 48 years. Like, I don't feel outside of murder and rape that anybody should be in prison that long. I think that everybody is redeemable, even murderers and rapists, but I'm not, uh, I don't want them on, on the street. I want them to stay in jail. But I do believe that everybody, for the most part, is redeemable. And with what he's done, yes, it could have led to a race war. Yes, it could have caused more division in this already divided country. Yes, it could have, you know, created so much, you know, just negativity in the city of Chicago. More protests, more marches, more everything that we are trying to diffuse in our city. So I get it. But none of that happened. None of that happened. And... I'm thankful that none of that happened. Um, I'm disappointed in him. I think his cast is disappointed, even though they're not saying it. No one, I don't think anyone believes that he's innocent. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just a case of, yes, the case was handled poorly, and it probably was in the best interest of the city of Chicago to let it go. Yes, he should have been held accountable to the tune of 16 to 48 years. Absolutely not. 
Um, and because the criminal justice system is so broken, I as a black woman cannot stand behind it. Like, I get that we sometimes feel like, and I even just said it the other day, the problem isn't always what they give us, is that our counterparts don't get the same thing. But what I missed in what I was ranting the other day about is the fact that they do add more when it comes to us. There is more charges. There is more emphasis. There is more exposure. We've seen over the last couple years a lot of cases that went under the radar. It was just a black woman in Texas who went to a sleepover um, with other football moms and woke up dead face uh, face down in the lawn and no one is being held accountable to that and the only reason we know about that is because of the work of a- local activists working with other more national activists to get the information to us but that still went under the radar and stuff like that happens on a regular basis men who are raping women in college who are barely getting six months of probation so it's a definitely it's definitely an unfair system it's definitely disproportionately um, negative uh, towards African-American and Hispanic people. And so I cannot stand behind this justice system. Too much work needs to be done. We need more, um, we need more civilians on uh, the, the, the review board when it comes to firing police officers. It needs to be a mixture of civilians and police and political figures and lawmakers. It shouldn't be so one-sided. I definitely think that we need to enforce community policing. If you do not live in the community, you cannot police that community because if you see Rayshawn robbing a store, you're not going to shoot Rayshawn in the back because you fear for his life, because you've known Rayshawn his whole life. You realize that Rayshawn is making a mistake and you're going to do everything you can to defuse him. And Rayshawn hears your voice. He's going to know who you are. He's going to have automatically automatic respect for you. And he's going to stop what he's doing because there's a relationship there. In fact, Rayshawn may not even commit that crime because Rayshawn sees you as an example in his community and would rather be more like you than the robbers and drug dealers and game makers. So I definitely see the positive, the, what can happen when there is positive police um community policing and we need that across the board and if you need a template go look at officer tommy norman in arkansas this man is doing it the way that it should be done he has the respect of his community even the people that are around there who do commit crimes have enough respect for him to do so away from the children away from um where he would be visible and showing him the respect that he deserves because of how much he puts himself out there and sacrifices for those communities. The only thing I don't believe is I don't think he lives there. And I think that that's important because when you live somewhere, you're a neighbor. And it's definitely hard to say that you fear for your life with your neighbor. If you don't like people of color, you fear people of color, you don't have any um, friends that are people of color, you have all of these negative subconscious biases against people of color, you have no business policing in a, a color, I'm sorry, a community where they there are nothing but people of color and we have to address that type of situation so I done went all off into the deep end but we just got a lot of issues with our criminal justice system so as long as those problems exist I cannot in good conscience support you just handling out uh justice how you see fit because we know it's not a one-size-fit-all which it shouldn't be but it's a 
okay, let's look into this. He's gay. He's black. All right. That's already going to add three years per uh, charge. Now let's give him 16 of those. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 48 years was excessive. 16 years was excessive. Like I said, paying money, helping to bridge the gap between Republicans and Democrats, apologizing publicly, all of those things I 110% agree with, but putting someone in jail for 16 to 48 years for this, absolutely not. Now, I made the point that if um, Poolside Paul... Permit Patty and Barbecue Becky weren't being held accountable. I don't see why we would want to hold Jesse Smollett accountable. Again, I guess I am contradicting what I said the other day. But let me just elaborate on why I think those two things are in the same boat. Now, what he um what he said was a bit much. Not only did he have the gay play, but he had the the race play saying that they were calling him, you know, the the F word, saying, you know, the N word, uh, saying that it's mega country. So it's also a political, um, a political influence in there as well. And that could have just caused a lot of division. Let me go ahead and pause and take a sip. It is drinks the dreary, isn't it? Now, anyway, um, so I understand how that could have gone wrong. But let's look at the Barbecue Becky situation. Now, we already know just from what we see in the media, what we see on Facebook, Instagram, all around our world, that police encounters are not always positive when it comes to people of color. We already know that. There are There is responsibility on both ends for that, but it doesn't always end well. So when you're calling the police into a situation where the police do not need to be involved, you don't know the temperament of that police officer. You don't know the temperament of that person of color. And that situation can go from I'm barbecuing in the park to now we have to bury someone's father, someone's son, someone's brother. Look at Eric Garner. The man was outside doing his little street hustling with his cigarettes. Um, Sterling. Alton Sterling, same thing, outside doing his little side hustle, minding his business. Someone bring the police into a situation. They don't know how to properly de-escalate or they don't care to properly de-escalate. They see a black man hustling on the street. They want to make it like he's out here raping children and hold his face to the pavement. As soon as he moves in reaction to his skull crushing, now I'm going to shoot him or I'm going to choke him out just because I can And now someone's father, someone's son, someone's brother is murdered just because of your irrational fear of black people. Now, that's not to say that every police officer has a fear of people of color. We know that's not true. We also know that every encounter that a black person have does not result in murder. In fact, most encounters that I've had personally are positive. And the reason being is because of me. I've had... Every positive encounter that I've had with police is because of me, not because of the police officer, because I'm friendly, because I'm going out of my way to disarm. And I shouldn't have to do that. Like, I shouldn't have to chuck and jive to make you feel comfortable, but I'm going to do it because I want to go home. I don't care what you, even if I feel like you unjustly pulled me over, like there was no reason for you to pull me over. I'm just going to be nice. Oh my God, was I speeding? I didn't even realize I was speeding. I'm just trying to get to my kids. But how's your day going? Like, I'm just going to do the dance because I'm just trying to get home. 
I'm not finna sit here arguing with you. You don't see nobody else out here speeding. Why you pulling me over? I'm not even finna go through all that. Even if it doesn't result in my death, just the fact that now, instead of this being a five minute stop, it's now a 50 minute stop because I'm trying to argue with him about why he's stopping me. Take your argument to the court. If you feel like a person's being mean to you, call or unfair to you, call the station and file a report. There are ways that you can handle it. But when it comes to that encounter, my advice to everybody listening, just get through the encounter and go about your business. Handle it on the back end because he don't know your temperament. You don't know his temperament and that can go completely wrong. So when you involve police in situations, because you rarely see a situation where there's a bad temperament of a white officer and a bad temperament of a white uh, civilian and it results in murder. This only happens when the other person is a person of color. So and even if they don't have any type of temperament, we've seen situations where Tamir Rice, 10 seconds after they stopped the car, he hopped out and sh- he was shot by a police officer. So we don't even know his temperament. He didn't even have an opportunity to respond to the police before he was shot down. And the biggest problem with all of this is that there's no accountability. So we have so many issues with policing we have so many issues with the criminal justice system we just have so many so much that needs to be fixed and until all of that is fixed it's hard for me to stand behind wanting justice for something because i know that when it comes to us it's not going to be treated fairly and even if that is a criminal even if they did something wrong that doesn't mean that people should be treated unfairly just because they did something wrong oh, you messed up, let everything bad happens to you. Because if we allow anything to happen to Jesse, that means that if any of us make a mistake, the rest of society makes a mistake, then they can do anything to us. And I don't want that happening to me. I don't want that happening to my son, my daughter, my spouse, my family members. So I wouldn't want that for Jesse. So I'm happy the charges got dropped. I'm happy he's able to move on with his life. Um... I'm not uh, going to boycott Empire because there are still, I mean, I really don't care for Empire as much as I used to. It's just kind of turned into a trash story. But, you know, I love Taraji. Um, I'm a fan of, um, I was about to call that man uh, Lucius, (laughs) Terrence Howard. So I'm going to continue to uh, support the show when I can. I mean, it's not a... a must-see. Like, right now, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, so if y'all haven't watched Grey's Anatomy, go on Netflix. You can catch up on all 14 seasons. These are the longest seasons, well, next to uh, Law & Order that I've ever seen, but I love the show. It's very good. It's almost as good as watching Law & Order. SVU, that's my show. Um, but that's a must-see. 911 is a must-see. Uh, Station 19 is a must-see. There's a lot of good shows out. Um, Enemy Within started strong, but it's kind of booty right now. I don't even know why I'm going through my list of TV shows, but I'm going to just keep going. Good Doctor's really good. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of good TV shows out there. Oh, Whiskey Cavalier. Now, that's my new show with old girl from The Walking Dead and the guy from Scandal. So, that's my show right now. So, I'm watching some TV, but uh, Empire is not on my list of musty, neither is Star. None of the reality shows, all that. So I'm not really feeling it. So I'm not going to protest the show on behalf of Jesse. I'm just going to watch it as much as I've been watching in the last couple years. When I see it, I see it. If I don't, I'm okay because I don't feel like I missed anything. But, you know, I just want him to get that whatever he tried to do, it didn't work. 
you got off because of the mishandling of it by the CPD. And most people who are familiar with Laquan McDonald case was already hesitant to believe what they were saying anyway, because we already lost faith in Chicago police system. I mean, the Chicago police department anyway. So people who know about that situation and other corruption that CPD has participated in, we, we, as much as we didn't believe Jesse, we not finna just jump on it just because um, Superintendent Eddie Johnson said. I think Superintendent Eddie Johnson is just more of the same. They need new blood. They need to go ahead and bring Officer Tommy Norman up here or whoever whoever is his superintendent. They need to bring that person up here and teach uh, community policing to Chicago PD. That's what they need to do. Don't keep bringing another person up the ranks who dealt with the same bull crap that they've been dealing with and that they've been dishing out over the last four or five decades y'all need new blood in this in the system and you need to change the narrative of cpd so until that happens i'm not just gonna jump on a bandwagon and try to crucify or lynch this man because he thought that he was gonna be um a, a gay tupac you know that's <laughs> that's what he wanted to be it didn't work uh lesson learned so uh you know moving on Now, Cardi B. Cardi B has a video that's, uh, I don't know if it's old. I don't know if it's recent. You know, she, but Cardi is known just like a lot of these, even before her love and hip hop fame, before her music fame, she was one of these people who posted videos, 60 second, 15 second videos, Vine videos of just her talking crazy, you know, talking about whatever's on her mind, talking about a bodily issues like she just didn't care what she said and that's kind of how she began to build her following so you know her saying things that she's saying isn't new to anybody that has followed her over the years because she talks like you know she talks crap and there are a lot of comedians on social media that talks crap in the same way talks about girls when he go to sleep what you do is you bop him upside his head you know like people just talk crazy that's just what you know com- comedy has that's what com- I really that's what comedy has evolved into and even before then I mean going back to the days of Bernie Mac talking about beating on kids and you know what I mean it's it's co- comedy has been what it's been so she has a video where she's talking about and I'm not calling her comedian I'm just saying she's just part of that um, bringing in, um, you know, having videos where she's just talking crazy, you know what I mean? And most people aren't really being dissected for what they say. Cause we know half the time they just talking crazy. Well, she has a video where she was, uh, crying. So this actually wasn't a funny video. This was her crying talking about y'all don't know what I've been through. Y'all don't know how my life was so hard. I had to strip. I had, you know, guys that wanted to have sex with me and I'm like, Oh, Oh, you want to have sex with me? You want to have sex with me? So I would drop them off and I would rob them. Now, Cardi has a very strong accent. So people aren't hearing, I would drop them off and I would rob them. They're hearing, I would drug them and I would rob them. That's what people are. I think people are being willfully ignorant, my my opinion. Because if you listen to it, you already know she's not saying that she would drug them. But then there's another video, which is now one of her, be, her being silly videos, where she's saying, oh, 
Well, when you want to get back at your man, this is what you do. You get them all 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 um drunk and you get uh, get them all perked up and then you uh bring a third person in and have a threesome and then when he wakes up, he realizes he slept with a tranny. Like this was an older video, I could tell cuz that's when she had her older uh grill, her original grill before she got her teeth fixed. Um and she was it was a video of her being silly. You know what I mean? I'm sure something that probably went viral that people like but it's like we're in a, a time now, and it started last year, where people will go and take old interview clips or old videos and start to say, oh, look, this person is admitting to this. And if she's not the only person, Charlamagne the God uh, dealt with some of this, Amanda Seals. Like, we just see different people old videos that nobody thought anything about kevin hart is a great example he was talking crazy on his page about if his son was gay he would disown him i mean i'm pretty sure he was just talking i think most people at some point may have just said this just because sometimes we're conditioned to say stupid stuff and then when you think about it are you really gonna disown your child probably not so it's like it's stuff that in 10 years ago, 10 years ago, nobody would have thought anything of it. But in 2018, 2019, everything is a big deal. Oh, look, this person is doing this. Look, this person. So now people are trying to cancel her. They want to mute her. They're accusing her of drugging men. They saying that if, if she was a man saying this about women, we would be upset. And they're comparing her to Bill Cosby. But here's my thing. Bill Cosby had how many accusers? at least 50 right probably more than that probably 100 accusers how many people are accusing cardi b of drugging them and robbing them now there is a story out here that just came out on probably a a, i don't think it's a credible source it's not on you know tmz or shade room it's just a a random website that says oh yeah i went to a strip club five years ago and i met cardi first of all I'm pretty, I don't even think her stripper name was Cardi. I I forgot what they said her stripper name was. Um, But I'm pretty sure that you would remember if you met Cardi B or not. I mean, I don't know. But it just doesn't make sense to me that you would remember five years ago being in a strip club. You meet Cardi B. She agrees to have sex with you. All of a sudden, you feel like the story just sounded too perfect with the lie. Oh, I got drunk. Next thing you know, I knew I had to be drunk because I don't remember waking up. I wake up and she had robbed me of $800 and took my iPod. And even five years ago, iPods were already phased out. iPods been out the picture since like 2008. So stop it. So it's just, you know, people are going to have little bullcrap stories. Somebody didn't sue because I had a fiance at the time. And it could be possible that she participated in some type of robbery. Hell, she's about to be in a movie. Um, I don't know when it's going to be released. I would assume probably in a, in a year or so. Um, but she's going to be in a movie that talks about old ex-strippers getting back at the wealthy men that you know assaulted them when they were working in the strip club so we already know that that's a toxic environment we already know what type of stuff happens in those dark in those private rooms we already knows that you know a lot of strippers and prostitutes are robbed um, are robbed raped um attacked you know it's just it's a it's a it's a different kind of world 
That's all I can say. I don't know much about it. I've never been close to it. But it's a, and, and this is my perception based on watching like Players Club. So I don't know. But it, it, it is a lot of sexual assault. There is a lot of drugging. There is a lot of rape. There is a lot of just bad things that happen to John and to the women involved. And so with that being said, if she was living in that lifestyle, it's very possible that she did participate in some level of criminal activity. That's very possible. That's why when people say stuff like, if you ain't about that life, get out. Don't be around it. So if, if you are about that life, about that sexually assaulted stripper's life, if you are about that life where you're trying to take a girl home and, and put something in her drink and a girl flip the tables on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to say people deserve anything bad to happen to them at the same time. You don't, if you play in mud, you're going to get dirty, period. If you don't want to get dirty, don't play in the mud. That's a whole nother environment that I don't know nothing about. But what I do know is there's nobody that, uh, there is no valid uh, charges or accusers or anything against this woman. All you have is her being who she is, which is an oversharer who is saying all of these things about, you know, who's sharing something about her past. I don't know why she makes her being a former stripper um, it's like she almost feel, it makes it seem like she was forced into it to a certain degree. But when you listen to her story, it's basically she was working a job. She wasn't too good at the job. The boss at that job said, girl, you might as well go across the street, which most women would have been offended by. She said, oh, okay. She go across the street. It turns out to be a good, a good business for her. She enhances her butt. It works out. She makes good money there. She starts saving her money. She started out this music thing, but she's made it very clear from the very beginning. Her main motivation is money. That's all she cares about is money, 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 money. And some people may look at that as selfish, but when you listen to her further, it's about getting her mom in a safe environment, making sure her dad doesn't have to drive cabs no more. Like she's, she's caring for her entire family. So she wanted to take her family and change the narrative from being about being poor, working domestic jobs, not really having a lot, living in the hood. She wanted to take that and say, you know what? I'm going to do everything that I can so that I don't have to sit and witness my family living through this anymore. And that's exactly what she did. Now, think about the people who came to create this country. All of the blood and, and sacrifices of other people for them to get what they wanted. And we living in this country right now off the backs of people that look like me. Because this, this isn't a new story of people um, wanting to change their family environment, wanting to change the narrative, wanting to uh, remove themselves out of poverty, and doing horrible things to other people in order to get to it. This is the actually, this is the true American uh, story. It might not be the American dream, but it's the true story of America is exactly that. Doing dirty things at a very low level for a high outcome and being able to to make it better for the next generation. That's pretty much the story of America. All of the Native Americans and everybody else, black people that were murdered, lynched, was all to make life better for the people who did those crimes. And it worked for them. Not saying it is right, but it worked for them. So she that's the American story. Not the American dream, but it's an American story. It's a true American story. She was this girl who grew up with moderately poor parents, 
She didn't like the way that they were living. She wanted better for them. She wanted better for herself. She got into stripping. She made it work for her. And now she's this big celebrity. Where she's going wrong is that she's not realizing that she's this big celebrity. She's no longer this IG model. She's no longer this IG comedian. She's no longer this low-level, just well-known amongst IG world person. You are now the first female rapper, solo rapper, to win a a Grammy uh, for Rap Album of the Year. You're on a whole other level so all of these unwarranted excuse my fiance in the background just on the phone like he don't know i'm recording but anyway (laughs) all of this unwarranted information that she's sharing she can stop we are not we don't need to know anything else about you at this point i say take a chapter out of mrs carter's book and Mrs. Carter being Miss Beyonce. Beyonce used to go and do interviews. They accused her of being preg- uh, faking her pregnancy. They they kept saying her husband was doing this and that. Accused her of this and that. Talked about how she spoke. Tried to make it seem like she wasn't intelligent. All of this stuff because she's trying to share herself with the world. And eventually she said to hell with people. I'm going to tell y'all what I want to tell y'all when I want to tell y'all. And she will address certain stuff in her music. When she had her uh, formation, she talked about, hey, I like my man's uh, wide nostrils. I like my baby hair with nappy hair and afros. So while y'all out here talking crap, instead of her going on rants and saying, why y'all talking about her? She's just a baby. Blue Ivy is worth more than 500 of y'all, probably 5,000 of y'all, probably a million of y'all. So she ain't thinking about y'all. Cardi, I'm sorry, Beyonce said to hell with everybody. Beyonce barely even put captions on her page. Beyonce drop a picture and keep it moving. This is all y'all gonna get from me because y'all have shown me that the love that I'm getting from y'all is fake. Y'all love me conditionally. That's every celebrity. That's because people, the average person, is insecure the average person does not really want to see another person win so that's why you see the hate that she gets nikki gets beyonce rihanna like all these people get hate because people aren't happy with themselves but she's still t- she sir sir i am recording i'm sorry excuse me while i take this commercial break thank you Ooh, child, the ghetto. Anyway, I'm about to wrap this up because this man case is still, honey. But, um, Beyonce, you know, she just decided, look, I'm going to drop album when I want to. I'm going to tell y'all what I want y'all to know. I'm about to go on this yacht with my husband and my kids and live my best life. And I see y'all when I see y'all. Cardi has to start, her mindset has to catch up to her celebrity. It's no more this gutter rat stuff, Cardi. You're done with that. You're done with that. That part of your life is over. If you keep going backwards, your career is going to go backwards. You have to move forward. Whatever you did, you didn't get caught, good for you. Continue to move forward. No more revelations. No more telling people, you ain't got to prove to us that you're a hood rat. We already know. You ain't got to prove how ghetto you lived. We already know. We don't We don't care. We accepted you. That's why people so mad. Like, how y'all still riding for Cardi? Because she is. she's just being more of who she already said who she was. When I first saw Cardi be on my screen, my first thought was, oh my God. 
who is this hood rat and why is she on my TV? I was introduced to her by loving hip hop and I have friends that jumped on her like immediately liked her. Oh, I like Cardi. She dope. I'm like, that girl is ghetto and ratchet. She makes black women look bad. Like I was saying all of that stuff. But the more that I tried to ignore her, the more I'm like, wait a minute. What I can say is she's consistent. What I can say is she's true to who she says she is. And so her saying that she robbed people as a stripper, uh, okay. I'm not condoning it, but it makes sense. Because we know that bad stuff happens to strippers and women in the streets. We know that. So when a woman comes back and gets some retaliation, I'm pretty sure she's not doing it against some random guy. Because if it was a random good collar guy, he would have went to the police. So if she's doing it, it probably was a bad person who can't go to police. Because they'll go to jail for the bad stuff that they did. So I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, okay, we already knew who she was when we accepted her the first time. When Bodak Yellow came and had us all bopping our head, we all knew we was listening to someone who used to slide down poles, who, who, who was a bully. She was a bully on that show. She hit that girl in her head with it. Well, she didn't hit her with the shoe, but she threw the shoe at the girl, was attacking the girl for no reason. We saw that she was a bully. She wasn't a good person. She was not a good person. Her going back and forth with people on her page, saying the most heinous, horrible stuff, we knew that girl came from an ugly past. And more people can relate to that because a lot of people have been teased and bullied and got to a point where they just don't care what they say no more. A lot of people have gone through ugly stuff in their life and can see why what she's talking about would be a reality. A lot of people can relate to her. People who can be true to themselves. And when you're true to yourself, there's really nothing that anyone can ever say against you or to hurt you. But the problem that this young lady is having, having is that she just has to ad- address everything. You don't have to address everything. When she first started arguing with this girl, Tasha K, that lady had like 10, 11,000 followers. Now that woman almost got 50,000 followers thanks to Cardi B. Why are you giving someone who you don't like a platform? She would have faded away and been on her on her own little platform with her wine nose, minding her business. But you are bigging her up by giving her attention. Cardi, it, the, the worst thing that Cardi is doing, as far as I'm concerned, is she's not letting her mindset catch up to her celebrity. When she learns to do that, she will be just fine. She's talented. She's making good music. Do I see her in the game 10 years from now? Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on how she moves. If she continue to move how she's moving, i probably give her another six months, quite frankly, because you have people who's like, oh, wait, is she this way? Is she? Should we get rid of her? But the people who are mad about it right now, they don't have enough power behind them to change that. But if she stops focusing on her occur and doing the stuff, the, the stuff that, that people who spending money on her want her to do, she gets so caught up in this, that's how she's going to self-destruct. And she needs to just let it go. At the end of the day, until a person comes forward, a victim, and say that this happened to them, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not finna jump on no wave of canceling her based on her words because it's a lot of people on social media that say stuff all day every day about ugly stuff that they did or that they would do and we don't even think nothing of it i'm hoping that this wave that we're in right now of going back and trying to throw words at people that they said and turn them into criminals and all 
I hope this stuff passed because it's the most stupidest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Look at this person. Look what she said. Look what she said. If y'all don't get off y'all high horse and go sit down somewhere, it's just too much going on into the in the world right now. It's too much going on in the world right now for Cardi B and Jussie Smollett to be our top trending topics for today. It just, it's a lot going on. CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News, it's a lot going on with this presidential uh, candidacy. We have a mayoral candidacy uh, campaign coming up, or not campaign, but just a runoff between Periwinkle and Lightfoot. There's just a lot of stuff that really does affect your life, but what Jesse was charged with or not charged with does not affect you. Cardi and what she did and used to do and what she will do does not affect you, but yet... These are the top trending topics of the day. That, my dear, is what we really need to be talking about. But I've ranted on long enough. Oh, Jesus, it's been 40 minutes. Forgive my fiance for his disruptions. This man that went down to the basement and brought up a whole two big piles of clothes that I guess I'm supposed to be folding. So let me get my Betty Crocker on. Y'all have a wonderful day and keep on spending the day talking about Jesse and Cardi. But while you're doing that, please pay attention to what's going on with this presidential candidate. Please, please, this presidential race, please pay attention because I don't want Trump no more. Okay. I don't want Trump no more. Please wake up people. These things, we can talk about them, but they're not important because guess what? When I go to bed, Jesse and Cardi ain't got nothing to do with that. When I pay a bill, Jesse and Cardi ain't got nothing to do with that. When I take care of my kids, Jesse and Cardi ain't got nothing to do with that. When I live my life, Jesse and Cardi ain't got nothing to do with that. So give me a break and it ain't got nothing to do with you either. They are what they are. What happened, happened. Now let's move on. Y'all have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon.